Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Higher Memo Podcast. This is episode 24, and happy Mother's Day, everybody out there. It's all those mothers. Um, I've got some very special guests on here, uh, both returning guests, um, very lovely friends of mine, both Tex Yodi and Lifty Husky of the uh, of the Unleashed Podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining us, for, well, joining me, I should say, uh, for episode 24. Thank you. Thank you. That was the most flawless introduction I've ever done here. I'll be damned. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you're getting better. You're getting better. Practice makes perfect, man. Good. Here. Anyway, but how are y'all doing today? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Uh, just waking up. I need a mm. cup of coffee. Man, I should have got, got coffee, too, because I, I literally just woke up like not even 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I, I keep... I keep forgetting that um, that Lifty, you're in a different time zone, right? Yeah, the, I'm I'm in the Eastern time, time zone. zone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, out here in the uh, out here in the land of Old Bay, Old Bay yeah. crabs and bad drivers. Oh, did I ever show you? I saw this um, these like Old Bay seasoned goldfish. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah, they, yeah people yeah, have been sending me pictures of that. They've been trying it. I love those things. Are they're real? Yes, it's real. Holy yes, shit. I've had them before. It's great. Oh my god, I need to. I've never heard of them until like yesterday. When somebody, why haven't I seen this before? What? Yeah, like, like somebody had posted it in like the skunk group chat, and I'm like, are these real? I'm like, are these a thing? I'm like, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit! I. It might be a regional thing. That's probably why text you didn't have those near you. But like, check your local Walmart or HEB, and there might be there. But I, I highly recommend them. They're they're really good. You got it. I'm gonna check. Yeah, and again, it might be a little biased because I am I, I I am like the the OG on Old Bay. You know, I I put on everything, including my drinks, including myself. You know, Old Bay and me are life. Old Bay is like the spice of life. We bathe in Old Bay. We cover ourselves in Old Bay. We live yes. in Old Bay. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's it's, the only way. It's never gay with Old Bay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> never a dull day with the Old Bay. Uh, uh, Lippy, have you been to this place called Chicky and Pete's? I have not. Uh, so there, it's a restaurant chain that's in like casinos all across the uh, all across the U.S. I know they have them. Um, in uh atlantic city and las vegas but there's a um they have these fries there that are really fucking good they're like these crinkle cut fries and they are dusted like in this uh old bay seasoning Mm. and then you have um it's some like queso blanco uh like uh, melted cheese in there that you can dip it in there and it's so fucking good oh god i need to make my way to, to atlantic city then Oh yeah, I've never been to Atlantic City or Las Vegas. I need to make yeah. my way there. Yeah, you know that. what's weird is like everybody likes to talk about New Jersey being this like desolate shithole that like nobody ever goes to. Mm-hmm. And it's, I I went through it. I went through like Atlantic City and um, one of the other major cities in um, uh, in New Jersey over by the Pennsylvania border, mm-hmm. and um, like it was. Just kind of like a normal, like New like New England state. And it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've been to New Jersey before. It's a pretty cool state. Um, 
No left turns though. No left turns. You can't make a left turn on in New Jersey. It's it's legal. What? No, yeah, seriously. That you go to New Jersey and all the roads are configured in a way so that you, to turn left you have to exit right on this off ramp. And then you what? then you go on <laughs> and then you curve around the the um, intersection to get on the other side so that you can go straight. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Yeah, it's it's totally a New Jersey thing. That's retarded. <laughs> That's, that to us Texans, that makes no sense. I, I didn't vote for it, man. I don't even live there. God. Yeah, we don't really have road laws here in Texas. People just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I That's know. how we get everywhere so fast. Yeah. It's like 70 miles an hour and good luck to everybody else. I'm, I do 80. I'm, I'm like the national. Love lo those Texas highways. The highway speed them. limit in Maryland is 35 because of all you dumbasses who want to make a fucking, uh, you who want to fucking gawk at every single crash that happens on the belt. God, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck I, Maryland. Just have to say it. Fuck Maryland. I don't know, like, I, I haven't really been to Maryland, but I've heard, like, the Pennsylvania and the New York drivers are worse. Um, so, I've actually been to New York City. I was actually there recently. I really I'm loved so my sorry. time there, actually. Um, you know, I had a really great time. In um, New York City? I would, yeah, I would never drive in New York City, though. Never. Um, I, I basically just took the subway everywhere, and... It, the the subway system is so vast and extensive that you can basically just go wherever you want on the subway. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen, seen horror stories about those subways. Yeah, there are horror stories, but you know, there's also five boroughs. You know, what you what you experience in one is probably not going to be representative of the others. Like we stuck around Manhattan for mm. our trip, and you know, Manhattan is a little more well behaved than like Brooklyn. Or the, or the Bronx. Yeah. So, you know, your your experiences may vary, but you know, but nevertheless, you know, I, I still had a great time. I, I, I thought, you know, it was a really great experience to, to visit New York um, and experience it in, in a way that, you know, everybody should be experiencing it. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, this is... New York City is not a city for, for cars, for drivers, because, oh, my God, it was going to drive you nuts with all these narrow-ass streets, with everybody double-parking on the both sides of the street. With oh, the, shit, they know, do that? They do oh, that yes, here? Yes, yes. Oh, fuck that. I hate they that. They do that here. They do that in D.C., too, and I, it oh, yeah, drives they, me they, nuts. They'll do it in here in a lot of, like, maybe, like, the poorer areas, mm -hmm. and they'll have, like, this one street, and everybody's parking on both sides of the street, and it's oh, just yeah. a nightmare for anyone that tries to get through there. Yeah. More that than, like, and, uh, miles an hour. That and all of the construction that's happening all over New York City, oh, all God. the bad roads, the, the potholes. Yeah, and then they have that scaffolding, like, fucking everywhere, because it's required by, like, city law or something. Yes, yes, because... um Supposedly, when when there's a when the facade is being worked on, or there's there's like little bits that are being uh, that are falling off, yeah, from the facade, um, it's required by law that you have to put a covering underneath while you work on it, so that you can so that you can like repair that and it doesn't fall on people's heads. Mm. Now, what the law doesn't say 
is how long you can have that scaffolding up. So what? So instead of um, so instead of actually repairing it, some some building owners have actually found it's more economical for them to just put up those scaffoldings, leave them up forever, and then just pay the fine if they ever get fined for it. <laughs> well, I, that kind of makes go, sense. Though. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. The the wonderful loopholes of bureaucracy. Yeah, oh absolutely. God, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got a bit of a, a jam packed news um mm -hmm. segments for y'all today. Um yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of stuff going on with conventions uh this week. Yeah. And um, you know, surprisingly, not a lot of like really horrible news out of the fandom this week. So a uh, good job. Mm. Um, we we went a week without a mass shooter or a kid diddler, so that's great. Yet, I mean, it's still Sunday. The day is not over. Oh yeah, week is still young. Week is still young. <laughs> the week is only two thirds of the way done. It's still young. It's still young. <laughs> Shit can happen. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about it. Um, so I guess we can start. Oh shit! I didn't put any of the links in news links and stuff, did I? Uh, text. I'm actually going to invite you to the Telegram channel that uh lifty parker and me are in oh okay uh that way i don't have to like forward all that shit to the to the uh discord because like half the time it just doesn't format correctly no i've experienced that before text okay gonna add you to there and there we go you're in there yay so the the first article I have pulled up here is actually um actually I have a couple bluey article bluey related articles on here. <laughs> bluey. Nice. Bluey. Uh, th this comes from where to go wordonfire.org. I have no idea what kind of website this is. Uh, oh thank god I can actually get through here without a paywall. That's so that I love that. Thank you. Uh, Bluey, why a cartoon dog is the dad I aspire to be. Okay, and I, I will I will say this. I know a lot of furries like to watch um, Bluey just because the dad they find the dad like hot. And I I will admit there is some <laughs> there is some art I've seen of him where I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but at the same time it's just like I I personally don't want to sexualize the show because I want to essentially use it as like a blueprint for fatherhood essentially and i don't i don't want to paint that vision i have of uh of a bandit healer i would say yeah yeah, yeah. I, I and that. and i got a and i watched that show with my niece and soon to be future nephew so i kind of don't want that image in my head while i'm watching that with them yeah, yeah it's like I, <laughs> I i don't have anything against the people that that sexualized bandit healer but at the same time it's just not for me right like, me I, either i think this will be the one character i refrain from sexualizing <laughs> and, um reflect reflecting on the recently concluded year of saint joseph i cannot help but think of the australian children's cartoon that captured the hearts of children and parents across the world 
Bluey. Originally premiering on October 2018 and now entering its third season overseas, we follow Bluey, an anthropomorphic six-year-old blue healer puppy who is, a, who is characterized by her abundance of energy, imagination, and curiosity of the world. The young dog lives with her father, Bandit, mother, Chili, and younger sister, blue, Bingo, who regularly, regularly joins Bluey on adventures as the pair embark on imaginative play together. But this generic Wikipedia description fails to capture what has been so striking about the show since the very first episode. Bluey proudly displays the profound goodness of family life and is particularly positive in its portrayal of fathers. Uh, and it, it goes on to uh, it goes on to uh, describe in this article as a husband and father of two children. I loathe pop culture's comedic crutch of displaying a dad as a goof, Phil Dunphy, or generally terrible Homer Simpson characters offered for cheap laughs. Not so much with Bandit. While he is not the title character, I would argue that he is the heart of the show. Finally, here's a television series with an awesome, devoted, work-from-home dad who is spontaneous and happy-go-lucky, which drives many of the storylines and conversations with his daughters. Most importantly, he loves his children dearly and playing endless games with them and teaching them valuable lessons all the while. Uh, within 40 seconds of the very first episode, titled Magic Xylophone, we find Bandit tickling Bluey by pretending to play the piano on her belly, much to her shrieking delight. But an incredibly positive note on which to start the entire series. I, I do have to say, I love this series and a lot of it. A lot of it's like more um, heartfelt moments because it's it's one of those shows where you don't expect it to be like you don't really expect it to be like educational and like family value oriented, right? But, Especially coming from the Australian government of all people, <laughs> but um, it it's such a good show. I just love the wholesomeness of it. Yeah, I, I I love seeing characters that are like good representations of like what a family should be, and not some like dystopic like, oh we're like subverting the nuclear family kind of thing where it's all these. All these shows are like anti-nuclear family or anti-natalism or whatever the fuck. But it's mm -hmm. it it's nice to see a show that isn't woke, that isn't trying to push an agenda, and that's just a, a cute show at the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. I kind of like went off on like a huge like monologue about that, but I just I love the show Bluey so much. It's just it's. I really think it's good morality in that show oh yeah absolutely no i'm uh i'm i'm completely glad you went off on that tangent because more people probably need to hear that it is a good representation of the nuclear family and i i i would dare even say it is the perfect representation of the nuclear family i mean yeah i mean even in bluey it still shows like there is there can still be like internal strife within the family unit and as long as you are able to resolve to uh, resolve that by the end of the day like it's just normal family matter yes yeah. like families argue families fight and like sometimes like not everybody gets along in a family and and bluey does address this and i think that's it's a nice thing it's like it's nice to know that like you may think your home is is broken but it's it's really not like you still have a loving family unit even if yeah. Like things get shit at times. 
But uh, we do actually have um, another uh, BBC News article about Bluey. Um, would one of y'all care to read that if if uh, if you want? Uh, oh, the fat shaman one. Yeah. I so okay. I slept down and got Disney Plus like about a month ago. And um yeah, I know y'all can like booming call me a terrible conservative for buying Disney Plus, but oh they do have they do have Bluey on there, and I did notice that the exercise episode of Bluey was not on there. Like, I couldn't find it on, like, season one through three. And I thought maybe it's because it's a newer episode. It just hasn't been released yet. But I I don't know. Don't they release, like, a new episode, like, every week or something? Hmm. Well, um, Disney has, has kind of been very heavy-handed when it comes to censorship and sanitization of this show in particular. And they're they're not taking any chances, like anything that would even be interpreted as remotely offensive to anyone is basically pulled from the streaming waves before anybody gets a chance to see it. And we've seen that before. So it wouldn't surprise me that this show or this episode would be pulled from Disney Plus streaming because of these concerns. See, what yeah. I understand is, like, why was the exercise Bluey or the exercise episode of Bluey more controversial than the one in season two where, where Jack goes off and plays Army? Like, I could see people getting more upset over that than, than an exercise episode. Yeah, um, well, I'm, yeah, I'm reading that article and it says uh, the ABC spokesperson. I said there's going to be a new episode or new version, the edited one. It's going to be distributed. Ugh, fucking Christ! They're, they're going to edit it. Mm-hmm. So, do we? Will we even have an uncensored, like original version, or no? Probably not. Oh, These man. things tend to get memory hold really quick. Fuck! I know a lot of people were really uh, excited to see a sweaty bandit healer. Oh uh, <laughs> no! Here uh, we go. Yes, yeah, but to I say mean, to go, uh, not going to get your wish. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really just disappointed with this decision because we, especially here in America, our children are reaching obese levels that we haven't seen in any other generation. We've, we have a very, very fat population that instead of actually improving themselves for their, for not only their looks, but their health, they're just sitting back and saying, this is perfect. You know, I don't need to change yeah. anything. And, and yeah, like, bowing well, to I'm that. Per- yeah, yeah, I'm perfect. My body is perfect. There's nothing I can do to ever improve uh, my situation. Yeah. And, and and bowing to that, I think it's just exacerbating the problem. It's causing it's going to cause a more unhealthy population right. to just accept unhealthiness. It, it, let's not look at this as like you it's, know, it's normalizing obesity. It's nor yes, it's normalizing yeah. general unhealthiness. And you know why are we normalizing this? You know we should be normalizing health. 
we should be mm -hmm. promoting it, people being healthy, not you know. It's it's so it's so fucking weird. It, it's just so fucking weird that we can have like two health movements going on at the same time, supported by the same exact people, but they are complete opposite ends. We have the the COVID the COVID vaccine crowd who always says you need to care about everybody's health and you need to get vaccinated and then you have the exact same crowd with the exact same voters that are like oh, it's actually beautiful and healthy to be 600 pounds overweight Ugh. and not be able to move out of bed and like not be able to fucking wash yourself because that's that's a fucking thing that morbidly obese people have to do they have to get somebody else to fucking wash them yep. because they can't move and like that's that nobody should ever be able to get to that point to where they can't fucking move out of their bed or wash themselves independently because they're just so fucking fat because other people online have told them that they're beautiful because they're fat and immobile and can't get a job because yeah. they can't fit in any sort of tight cramped spaces yeah so, so basically we're fat shaming them I, I, I literally, I would much rather see somebody fat shamed and feel bad about their weight rather than eat themselves to death and like yeah, me too. Have a massive fucking heart attack at age thirty four. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not here to tell people that you know any little bit of fat or pudge around your middle is a a reason yeah. to like look down upon yourself and 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 just blame yourself for letting yourself go. I'm yeah, saying that there's there's a clear there's a clear point where it it goes too far and and just normalizing it and saying right. that it's not too far and it it's perfectly fine is just the wrong approach it's basically encouraging people to continue just getting worse and worse it's just like encouraging right. people to smoke it's like no why would you do that yeah right I, you know, I, I am going to be a little conspiracy theory brained here. And um, I, I do think a lot, um, a lot of it has to do with the WEF and their like promotion of you will own nothing and you will be happy. And I think this is, this is maybe like a catalyst for that. Like yeah, this is like, keep them docile, keep them immobile to where they like, even if they wanted to, they physically couldn't rebel. So in the article, they do say that they do have a little snippet of the conversation and 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 you know i i have some faith so let's say i just have a little bit of faith that they're not going when they edit this episode it's not going to be like too butchered to where it still encourages encourages the characters to actually exercise and be healthy and eat right instead of um instead of you know instead of like completely mangling it up and then and then all of a sudden we have the entire an entirely different message being promoted here on the next episode of bluey bingo is 400 pounds and hooked up to a cpap machine oh god <laughs> oh i'm sorry for that visual <laughs> oh, bingo bingo is too young for that Bingo is too special for that. Bingo is four hundred pounds and what three? That's terrible. yeah. Yeah, she's like four. Yeah, terrible. 
how do parents what, just let their, their kids go like you that? Say, what the you fuck say that, but I you say that, but I've seen some like morbidly obese like toddlers before. It's fucking. I sad. have too, and it's sad. <laughs> it's just like, dude, that kid is either gonna like grow up, grow up to hate themselves because their parents like never cared enough to like exercise them at all, or they're going to be dead at like thirty-five from like a heart or, attack or younger. Yeah, if if they even make it to their thirties, yeah, I mean, like you gotta remember, that's a growing you know, heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're obese as fuck by a toddler and your heart is surrounded by like several layers of fat, I'm sorry, but that's congestive heart that, failure. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, like, please take care of yourself. Like, you don't have to like do fucking like. Mai Tai and fucking all these martial arts and shit, but just take care of yourselves. Like, go, like, find a sport that you enjoy and, like, get good at that. And well, I should say, find a physical sport you enjoy. If you're, if it's chess, like, that don't, that doesn't count. Sorry. BMX. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I would even say, like, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of guys at my work to do BMX, and, like, every fucking weekend they come. They they come back with like a new fucking injury, like somebody's got like a banged up knee, or like a broken collarbone or some or shit. ankles. Yeah, it's like every fucking week. I'm like, all right, well, what injury do we have now? <laughs> well, your brain buckets, kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, please, for the love of God, wear wear a helmet when you do like extreme sports like that. Like people have died. <laughs> Yeah, but um, Lifty, did you want to talk about um? I guess we should start with the um the WHO declaring an end to the COVID global health emergency. As yes. if, thank God, the, Hallelujah. Uh, uh. And this and this isn't to say that a lot of us were over it by like week one or some shit, because I know a lot of us were like hating this kind of shit back when we still had quarantine and bullshit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the WHO has officially ended the pandemic, according to them. And yeah. um, I know a lot of us were already finished with it a lot earlier, but... Yeah. Oh, hell I, yeah. This, this should be the catalyst to a lot of FurCons and places around the world dropping their vaccine mandates or... You know, well, I, I would, most of I would the world has see, already dropped their vaccine mandates. Um, yeah, I would love to see compensation for a lot of these people that were like tricked into getting their vaccine mandate or to into getting their vaccine, but I highly doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, um, I too would like to see some accountability for the failure of the vaccine program because, right. for in every sense of the word. Uh, the vaccine, quote, the quote unquote vaccine. Let's just call it what it is. It's not yep. a vaccine. It's a it's gene. A gene it's a gene therapy. Yeah, let's call yes. it what it is. Um, but for all intents and purposes, by every measure, this uh, the the COVID nineteen gene therapies have been an absolute utter failure and will probably degrade and overall the quality of life of millions of people um, simply for a little bit of safety. Yeah, wasn't even that that was completely <clears throat> overblown to begin with. And I think we're seeing that. 
Yeah, yeah, we're, we are seeing a huge drop in life expectancy. We're going to see a huge drop in life expectancy. We're seeing people that are going <laughs> to the doctors more often. They're having heart issues. They're having lung issues. They're having blood clots. They're having all kinds of just very bizarre uh, and often that what used to be rare, rare side effects. And they're just like, they're coming in by the thousands. Mm -hmm. it is, it's, it's shocking. It's truly shocking. And if you do not get the wool over, if you do not get the wool off of your eyes, and you continue to believe this nonsense about, oh, it's safe and effective, then you're going to be hurt. I'm sorry. Yeah. You are going to be hurt. And I, I'm, I'm pointing the finger at all of these furry conventions, and I'm pointing the finger at Chai's and all these other dingbats that hold everybody as an authority figure that, yes, you should take this vaccine, you need this vaccine, go get your vaccine, or you can't come to cons. Because these people, these people have, have effectively hoodwinked the entire furry con, or the, the entire furry con, uh, fandom into taking these these gene therapies and this is this has been the the covid the actual covid uh measures that this that this community has done is probably the most socially destructive thing we have done to ourselves and i am and i will stand by those words for as long as i'm in this community I exactly never back down from those words i mean and I, I stand with you on that because it's true Yes, it is absolutely true. It's like how on earth, if if we can like jump like fifty years into the into the future and then look back at this moment in time, we're gonna look back in like complete disbelief, wondering how on earth did we get away with doing all of this nonsense to each other? That's a good question. Yeah, and it, yeah. it also disappoints me that you know Chai's in particular is still getting yeah. numerous praises. Is Going to be the the guest of honor for Texas Furry Fiesta twenty twenty four. Texas Furry Fiesta. What the hell are you thinking? Wait, I'm, what? I'm going to say it straight up. What the hell are you thinking? Get this person off. Hang on. Well, what? I, I don't want to see this person. Oh God. Especially not as guest of honor for what? For hosting oh, the entire furry convention under under the guise of health and safety. No. TFF is. TFF, the con that does not require the vaccine, is going to put the vaccine mascot as their guest of honor. Uh, yes. No. Twenty-four. Why? So that Chai's can just uh, complain about them not requiring the vaccine, and then that's that, and then that just becomes the entire con. Like that's fucking stupid. I mean, like, uh, if we if we are to go face to face, I'm going to have some very tough questions for him. Oh, I'm going to have a ton. Yeah. Oh, oh, because I got, got words. She's got a lot of explaining to do. Oh, yeah. I got words she's, if I'm in that meeting. She's, she's, she's uh, think... enjoyed all of this. She's enjoyed all of this, uh, I guess, the, 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 all of this attention that's been given to her because she's quote unquote a vaccine expert, whatever. And, Lab she, weasel. and she completely just paid Pfizer and Formic. Criticism she just skirted away from. She just either blocked people or muted people. That, yeah. that criticize her approach. This is a woman that rarely, if ever, actually cited any journals, any any studies. This like is this is literally that, just that has never that has never published a 
a peer-reviewed journal to anything? Isn't she and, literally and just a med student? I, I I don't know. I just see her I as question a, that. I just see her as a glorified lab tech, so she's basically just wiping glass. Pretty much. Like here, wipe go like clean the petri dishes or something. She shit. she quoted the Washington Journal as an article. No, no, I no, mean, no, no, she does Forbes. No, she she quotes Oh Forbes. She goes okay. her Better. sources are basically just journal uh, journalism. Journalism yeah. articles from Forbes, from New York Times, uh, Washington Post. And I'm like, Chai's, hold up. These are not scientists. You're the scientist here, but you're citing people who aren't scientists. You're citing journalists who, yeah, actually, by no measure, Washington of the Post term, is literally owned by Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a paid Moderna shell. At best, paid Moderna shell. And no, I'm not taking those words back either. I mean it. Paid yeah. Moderna shell. Like people, people like to uh, like think of like paid and shill as like as this like dirty word, or it just means you're like completely corrupted and like kind of yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like it's like anybody can like be corrupted like that, and like it's not really that something that we should be surprised that Chai's is like paid for, that like Chai's is. Uh, not an informant, but what's the fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fuck, uh, I, I can't a, I can't think a, of the word I'm looking for. A uh, <sighs> a sponsor. It, she she she's bought out by by Pfizer or Moderna or something, and like yeah. it's it's not it's not that hard. Like we've seen like we've seen like random like TikTokers be bought out. Sell by out. Companies. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's it's it's yeah. the same thing here. I mean, do you do you really expect to get the full truth on what uh, on what owning a Chevy is like from a Chevy dealer? No, 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 exactly. But people will absolutely trust every word she says because she's the vaccine lady. They they right. they hang on to you, her every word. And I'm would, like, like, no, would you no. rather? It's like, you're, would you rather trust the car salesman or the dude who's had that car for like five years and has had numerous problems with it? Yeah, exactly. It's like one one of them's going to try to sell you. One of them's going to try to dissuade you. I mean, that's all that Chai is doing. She's just trying to sell the vaccine to impressionable furries. And yep. Furries, or, they <laughs> hold on to every word she says. And I'm like, no, you need to do your research. You don't need to like hold up this this one person's thoughts as gospel you don't even need to hold me as gospel please I, do your research I, I would say i would say their brains are like sponges but at the same time it's like a selective sponge where it just kind of like like shit that they don't like just goes in one ear and out the other but yeah selective with, osmosis it's like yeah it like it's locked in their fucking brain forever and they'll never forget it and they'll never change their opinion on it Oh yeah, absolutely. We see a lot of that. Yeah. You're just like, have you ever figured that like maybe just like maybe for like six seconds that you could be wrong on something? Holy oh, shit. No. no, you're talking to a group oh, of people no. that can never admit they're wrong. That's the and that's thing a big that issue. Have, that's the thing that I pointed out to all my friends. It's like you're talking to people who cannot admit that they were ever wrong. <clears throat> now when, when people have the ability to just like 
process the probability that they might be wrong, then both people in the argument can actually learn from each other. But when yeah. you have one person in the argument that completely says, oh, no, 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 I am 100% right. You cannot prove me wrong. Nobody, there's no learning happening. I usually walk away. It's like, it's wow. like a diode. It's like a diode. It's a, it's only one person. It's a one way argument, and it's just you're not gonna you're not gonna make any inroads there. Nobody you're arguing is. with a diode. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Sometimes people need that visualization. Oh hell! Somebody's honking their horn obnoxiously outside my apartment. Hey, would you keep it down? <laughs> I'm about to go full New York on these people. I'm walking here. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm walking here, mate. Quit. I didn't even get to say Take the line. Down. I didn't even get to say the line. Oh. Yeah, I'll get. I'll get my chance. I'll get yeah, my you chance. will. I go. I, I need to go to Brooklyn. Say the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. So, what news did we want to do next? We have the um the Nurburgring mascot uh fwa and yeah let's hit up fwa because yeah let's let's go to that hot topic yeah, right? FWA. yeah and that's that's been hot topic my my timeline's full of it um now now an, FW, now an fwa does not require the vaccine correct that yeah they don't and i believe nope. this is this is a fairly new thing so this came from like may 5th that yeah. like a week well, before the con um i think hmm. it was a little a little earlier than that but yeah but i can't really fact check for for now but i do remember i do remember when they put out the uh the announcement and it started with this sucks this really really sucks and i'm like no fwa the only thing that sucks is you for actually Art. thinking that this policy that is way overdue way way overdue actually sucks that tells me a lot more about you and your culture and your community than it does about the people who attend and 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 basically the, the what the policy is supposed to uh accomplish i think it's i think it's more like simplistic really i think it's more like a social thing it's like hmm. these people want to have their group and they think of unvaccinated people as like these dirty vermin who are second class like citizens spreader yeah they yeah. they think of like almost like subhuman i want like I yeah 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 and so they're like, like the same thing too. and they're like i don't want to be anywhere near these people and i went to my own con away from these these dirty filthy unvax these pores these yeah. fucking lepers yeah no, yeah I, 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 it's it's just elitist. It's just elitist as fuck thinking. Oh yeah, yeah it absolutely. is, and they and they have no problem thinking that way. It's an it's a wild. security test, if you think. About yeah, it. And, and then they go mm -hmm. and spout the the typical bullshit of oh we're an accepting and loving fandom and we welcome like everybody. Yeah, who believe like, that anymore? Well, like like shove that up your ass. <laughs> yeah, if you actually believe the furry fandom is a loving, caring, totally accepting community, you just. Like, you're new you're new to it yeah you, you look with a fish you know you need a reality check it is not take the blinders off like don't get like don't get me wrong like don't get me wrong like like 10 15 20 years ago like it 
it was fucking it was kick ass, man. Like people yeah. fun. Like people and, like weren't all up in each other's faces trying to fucking cancel each other every five seconds. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I know a lot of it is like social media and shit, but at the same time, like a lot of it is poison. Like, just the toxicity of like in the division of American politics. Like everybody feels like they need to take a side on everything at once. It's yeah. Like you don't have to be an activist of everything. Like you can, like you can not have an opinion of things. <laughs> Why don't we just drop the opinions and just and just enjoy the cons, like what we did back in two thousand seven, eight, nine? Thank you. Like fuck. Like I miss because that's where I came in. Like I miss when like the biggest controversy at a con was like <laughs> was like um the chlorine gas or yeah baby. Or somebody like ODing in the hallway. Or the diaper or flood in the server room at rain first. Which I mean, um which I mean that appears this tradition has been um long carried, um, especially at FWA this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was stanky. Stank. <laughs> Oh, let's, let's talk about the stank because yeah. okay. So, so first, full disclaimer: none of us went to FWA, so we're just nope. basically taking. Um, I, I, I did hear, I did hear from the people that went though that it was fun. Like aside yeah. from the bullshit and the stank, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. So I've the the stank. <laughs> I have never heard so many people on Twitter talking about the bo at a furry con before. Like BO is a problem at every convention. Let's be honest. Yeah. Not Wash your ass. Yeah. Not everybody's. Not everybody's going to be as hygienic as as everybody else. And people tend to let go at conventions because <laughs> it's, a, it's a vacation <laughs> for them. So yeah. Like, yeah. Because a they like don't want to stop what they're doing, or yeah, b yeah. they're just too intoxicated to function. I see a lot of the intoxication one. But yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, for, for fuck's sake, not everybody has a musk fetish. So please stop assuming that everybody <laughs> does. Please stop saying to learn to love your stank or whatever. I don't no, care. Please. I don't want to smell it, especially when I'm in the elevator. God, I, yes, no. Yeah. Like, I've, smelled, I've smelled some people at TFF too. And it's just, I have too. It's unpleasant when I'm sharing an elevator and this is a tiny space and Oops. we're going up and I'm like, God damn it, I can smell this dude. I think me and you said that before when everyone got off. It's like, oh God, thank you. Like, I could smell yep. this dude and all the dudes that have been on this dude. Yeah. Uh, and I got a real sensitive nose, so. Man, yeah. just because just I'm a skunk doesn't mean I want to mean I want to smell everybody else's funk. Like, just yeah shower please wear deodorant like at the very fucking least like spray your suit down with some fursuit spray yes i've got i've got two bottles actually that like smell really good i know people love to like do fursuiting marathons at conventions i'm I'm just saying please whoa please please, no no. like if you start getting moist underneath and it starts wicking through the through the fur and it starts and then you're starting to give out like these really spongy hugs. 
Oh god. Go uh, back to your room. You need to uh, you need to dry off your fursuit. You need to take a shower. I mean, sometimes uh, I go to a furry convention and when I start feeling you know soupy underneath the fursuit, I go straight to my room. I take a shower. I may take a shower two, three, four times a day. Yep. But you know, I don't like feeling like that. I don't know why furries have to encourage this out of out of each other. No. There's responsible fursuiting. Like I, I guess like a partial solution would I guess to just be wear a partial at like hotter times of the day. Yeah. Or just even, you know, even take a then, break from the full suit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can you don't have to like like there were points that like Stratus for my first year um that I was I was just wearing the head around and that was it. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like oh uh, yeah I didn't mean I forgot to tell y'all, um, like, Stratosphere didn't require a vaccine, like, their first year. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it was that, like, there wasn't a requirement. Like, their second year, yeah, they required a vaccine for whatever. No, they're time. requiring it this year, too. And I'm just like, how the hell are they just completely yeah. disregarding an executive order saying no? Yeah, this are is they illegal. just, like, are they just, like, small enough of a con to where they can just skirt under the radar kind of thing? Or is it, like... Well, no, it's it's more like not enough, people, not enough people are telling the tech, tipping off the Texas AG that this is happening. Probably because most of these people support not, it. Well, the people that are going probably support it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going. Like the the oh. people that are going have no problem with this, with this... Uh, because they think, oh, it's just health and safety. No, it isn't. I'm sorry, but your convention, but your guys's convention has been co-opted like what, like by a bunch of professional point? activists, and they are free to do whatever they want because you're their captive audience. The best move you can make is just not play, and which is what I'm doing. I ain't playing. You know- I really think that we should make like some kind of meetup or like at least starting up or at least starting as a meetup for like Houston furs that aren't like crazy motherfuckers like Glitzy Fox or um Ren uh, or Ren, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just exclude those kind of people, but like we can like everybody else who is like actually fucking sane is more than welcome and that's like coming from any political perspective it's just like you know i I want there i want there to be an alternative to like the houston furs well shocking to me it's shocking to me that this that this convention is basically run by two people one of which isn't even a furry but both of them are very extreme activists in and and are basically using the convention and the influence that it brings to bring forth their activism to a captive audience and, and right. it's just talking to me nobody's nobody's realizing this like the 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 past two years of stratosphere have gone on some really radical changes in everything because they know that oh wow it's a success cool we can now push all of these social justice crap on people because we know that they'll come we know that they'll that they'll digest it and we'll just keep feeding them more and they'll come back for more. I'm very disappointed oh, and, in Stratosphere. Oh, I am too. And either nobody like cares enough or like has the resources to like say anything, 
or it's just a lot of people just go along with it because you know they've been effective and they're the fucking programmable npcs yeah yeah well actually me and a few others we're uh actually planning a beach bash on the day of stratosphere we're going to do that with a bunch of furs who aren't going to stratosphere is that in like galveston yes when is that uh the day of stratosphere uh quite before it aren't they in like june or something now yes yeah i was thinking they like they went from like weren't they august in their first year and then they keep moving it like yeah earlier in the summer it's yeah now huh but yeah we're planning that well cool i hope it goes through we're gonna make it happen yeah this sounds like fun what are y'all all? What are y'all all doing out there? Just like grilling, or yeah, normal beach stuff. Grilling, chilling, having a blast. Nice. You know, hanging out with a bunch of furs. Beach weather. Oh, so going back to um, FWA because there's a lot of news about FWA apparently. Yeah. Um, where the fuck was it? Uh, shit. Well, God damn it! Now I can't find it. Well, can you describe it? Maybe, maybe, maybe able to fill in the blanks for you. Oh, here it is. Um, below the Nurburgring news. Oh yeah, uh generally smelly um attendees at FWA. And um yeah, nobody seems to know how to take a shower. Like I don't know if that's just a skill issue or whether y'all are like genuinely fucking retarded and are like hydrophobic. <laughs> wow. I like I don't know, but you if you're not if you're going an entire con like sweating in your fursuit and then you're just getting in that fucking hotel bed and repeating the process. You're a fucking retard. I'm sorry. I'm like, you, you need to fucking take a shower, you nasty bitch. Did you hear about the uh, the dude that was apparently tased at FWA this year? I... You sent something about that. I haven't really looked into it yet. Was that uh, the guy that stole something from the dealers then? No, that's another dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the same guy? Damn. It's not the same guy, no. Jesus. Welcome yeah, to so Atlanta. Was, so yeah, for a furry week in Atlanta this year, you had one guy that was basically just waltzing in without a badge, just some homeless dude, waltz in to the dealer's room, just starts taking shit and just walking out. Um, and then you had another dude that was asked to leave by FWA staff and hotel staff, refused, got... Um, but how did and- he get in without a vaccine? <laughs> Well, it's FWA. They don't require that anymore. Or um, like, don't they require a mask? Yeah, it's homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, forget they're a protected class. You can't say anything about them. Yeah. To hell, bullshit. (laughs) Until they go missing. But then, um, for legal reasons, that was a joke. I know. (laughs) 
And, and also, um, um, when I saw the tweet about the dude who got tased, I, I was I was just like, oh boy, well, I'm gonna uh, brace yourself. There's gonna be a huge tw- uh, barrage of tweets saying a cab or some shit. And sure enough, <laughs> like oh, there three was A-cabs, three a cabs uh, down the line. What was the argument? Like, oh, we're supposed to just allow this like home, this random fucking homeless dude to wander in the convention? Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking. No, the the no. They were bitching about. They weren't exactly bitching about the dude stealing shit from the dealer's room because that that universally was looked down upon, obviously. But the dude who got tased, everybody was bitching about him, or everybody was bitching because it's like first and foremost. The cops got involved and tased the dude, and people are like going, "Well, you didn't have to do that." And it's like the dude was probably not of sound mind, first and foremost. So you would want him to just kind of like act out and maybe hurt somebody or hurt a police officer or hurt you know staff mm-hmm. instead of just like neutralizing him in a non-lethal way. I'm just going to say, if that guy has never seen fursuiters before, he is probably having the weirdest fucking trip of his life right now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he has. Uh, there are people who who have talked about uh, this dude and talked about him in a quite a kind of sort of intimate way. Like, they, they know mm-hmm. the dude. They know oh. what he's like. And, and, and they know that he was probably having some kind of mental breakdown, maybe. Okay, okay. Maybe you, said, you said intimate in my, like, First mind went to like, like okay, maybe and cuddle like that. That that, that probably wasn't the best wording. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get what you were saying. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying that there were people who knew the person tased. They had, they had, uh, they had some kind of relation, whether it's a uh, you know like a yeah, like they felt friends. some kind of sympathy towards them, I guess. Yeah, and. um so there was a huge argument with this dude that happened, and uh, and the dude just kind of like lost his marbles somehow, and and uh, he was told to leave, refused, and uh, police stepped in. He was getting belligerent. Um, so I'm I'm not I'm not faulting the police for anything. Me either. Especially yeah. since you know a taser is probably the best option. For, for such a situation, and I'm not going to take the advice of a bunch of Twitter randos, uh, particularly this one uh, EMT that said, oh, oh, he needs proper medical treatment, and like, okay, mm-hmm. the, the, police, okay. the police are there, you don't want the police there, but you want EMTs there so that they could possibly get hurt, because they don't have the equipment to handle a... a, a they don't have to, yeah, EMTs don't have fucking... Person like, acting out. Like, EMTs don't really have like restraint training as much as police do. No, they don't. Uh, we were never taught that. So, yeah, yeah like uh, y'all, like EMTs are not taught how to subdue an unruly crackhead. <laughs> and no. I'm sorry, uh, but like well, if you've it, ever, if you've ever had the that. unfortunate, if you ever had the unfortunate situation of fighting a crackhead, um, you know your best bet is probably either shoot them or run. <laughs> mm. Uh, is yeah, they are hard to tackle. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, or PCP. Yeah. Oh my god, no! Shit. I would shit my pants if I saw a dude on PCP. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Those people actually believe that tomatoes can scream. 
<laughs> yes. I saw this one really trippy video from like the seventies about the dangers of angel dust, and it showed this woman just going just out of her mind because she thought the tomatoes were screaming when she sliced them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, would prefer, I would prefer not to have like my face like bitten off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um um, I, I do have to step out, um, unfortunately. So um, I, I'm going to just like wrap it up with uh, FWA. and Me too, because I got to start getting ready. And uh, just kind of make, make my ways to breakfast. But um, I've, I haven't been to FWA in like 2016. And um, for those of you who know me, I've, I've told the story before. FWA was the very first furry convention that I attended. It was also one of the worst. I mean, it was the nothing went right back then. Um, I I thought that everything was like extremely trashy. And when was this? This was in 2016. FWA. Oh, yeah. Um, and when you go to Atlanta, it's a wild place. I'll tell you what. If you've never been to Atlanta, you're get ready to see get ready to see crackheads like making crack I've, deals on the street. I've, I've only. Atlanta. I've only really ever been through like the airport in Atlanta, and even that the airport. Count. That doesn't count. <laughs> even the airport was kind of full of crackheads, though. Really? I've been to Atlanta three times. I can tell you, it's true. I have not been to Hartsfield since two thousand three. Wait, no, actually, I take that back. No, I've been there earlier, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that bad when I was there, and I'm like, wow, Atlanta <laughs> has really gone to shit. Yes. And I just I can't just help but look at this and think, you know what? FWA hasn't gotten better. No. Um, in many respects no. it's gotten worse. I you know, for anybody who's had fun there, great. You know, you deserve to go there and have fun because you're spending all this money and making all these plans to have fun. But for anybody who ex who's expecting like a chill time like at Anthrocon you know they're they're not really looking for sex or they're not they're not they're they don't they can have fun without drugs uh I, i'm uh, i feel bad for you if you go to fwa yeah um, fwa has been very have, was very trashy back in 2016 and it just seems to have gotten even worse over time and it's about the culture that they cultivate they cultivate this culture FWA is is proud about being it's, quote unquote sex positive. It, it's proud about all about a lot of its. Uh, they're, they're a party con. Yeah, a yeah. lot of its party or a lot of its attendees going to parties, taking whippets and all kinds of drugs, and and just like going wild at at uh, at this convention. And FWA doesn't do anything about it. They they will not do anything about it. Enablers. Um, yeah, they are enablers. It's an enabling con. Um, so this is not your bag. There's there's other conventions out there that that are more suited toward your taste. Um, for me, it was it was awful. It, I'm never coming back to FWA. I don't care what people say. I'm never coming back. Um, I, I I will say I do think. I I will go to FWA once just mm -hmm. to say I've been there, and yeah. depending on how it is, I don't I don't know if I would come back. Just I mean, partially well, because it's all the way in fucking Georgia, but yeah. and there are closer cons to me. Yeah, but well, I'm just saying, just 
prepare to see some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see some serious and shit. Literally. Like, <laughs> I, as much as we shit on like stratosphere like it wasn't like a super fucking crazy like con or anything no, there were no like no. whippets and like people no. like drunk as Even fuck on the floor year, the craziest shit that happened at stratosphere where people's catalytic converters were getting uh were getting uh swiped oh yeah speaking of which at fwa at the laz garage like across the street from the Marriott marquee yeah there were a hundred break-ins over 100 break-ins at that garage and i'm like holy shit oh my god oh my god i think these i think these thieves know about the convention yes of course they have to they have to like why would they why wouldn't they know when there's a perfectly uh, you know uh, an opportunity like a whole whole bunch of fucking out of towners come in perfect victims sketchiest garage ever yeah that's another thing that oh. I would recommend. If you're coming to FWA, please, please, please do not drive to FWA. Do not drive. Um, besides the Atlanta traffic, just driving you nuts. It's a very long drive, especially if you're coming up north from nine on uh, nine ninety five. It's a terrible drive. It's a boring ass drive. You I might tend, fall asleep baby. behind the wheel. Um, please, like let somebody else do the driving or the flying or the train um, conducting for you um, because your health is important and I don't want to hear about statistics because of furries coming to FWA and there's suddenly a statistic. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay safe out there. Like, like wash up, please. Like, don't be gross. Oh, yeah. And just like, try to at least stay for the most part well behaved. Yes. Like it's it's not much. I know it's not much to ask, but for a lot, I know for some of y'all, it is a mountain. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I've got a I've got a bounce. Uh, thank you, thank you, barbecue, for um, joining me on this podcast. Or yes. excuse me, for for me to join, <laughs> for me and Tex to join you on this podcast on my <gasps> podcast. No problem. <laughs> any hey, anytime y'all want. Um, I'm I'm on like pretty much every. I'm gonna be pretty much on every other weekend still. Okay. So. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see you again. Yeah. yeah. Me uh, too. Thanks for joining me for the uh for the, uh, the show today, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, take care, everybody. Yeah. Take care, Lifty. Take care, y'all. All right, bye. Well, that is that was Tech and Lifty of the Unleashed podcast. Um, they still have not released an episode yet. I fuck, I completely forgot to ask them. But um, yeah, I guess this will be my first attempt at a uh, partial uh, solo show. So hopefully this goes well and I'm not just uh, uh, talking to myself into a mic aimlessly. But um, yeah, FWA has uh, a lot of problems with drugs, apparently. Um, this comes from the sasshole on Twitter. Um, I think I'm actually blocked by them.
I don't know. But uh, the first thing I saw at FWA was furries and spilled their whippets on the ground, picking them up with monster energy cans ajar. Yeah, typical furries. Let's see the... Oh, so there's a hidden reply to this that says, Man, that's high school mode. Which makes sense as many of us furries seem stuck in that mentally. I don't know why that was a hidden reply. He's kind of right about that. But yeah, please don't please don't do whippets. Like if like I'm going to actually look up the effects of whippets right now, just so y'all are aware. Effects of Whippets. Whippets, a type of nitrous oxide gas, can be dangerous if not used responsibly. Inhaling too much can lead to dizziness, lightheaded, hallucinations, paranoia, slurred speech, and difficulty breathing. All of those sound fun, with the exception of that last one. Well, and, and the whole dizziness and lightheaded... Actually, the paranoia doesn't say. Actually, you know, none of that sounds really fun. So, um, please don't do whippets. It says, brain cells die with each inhale of a whippet. Jesus, fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Please, don't do this shit. Uh, brain cells die with each inhale of a whippet. And it's important to, uh, not to do more than three CO2 containers in a row. Why is it saying, why is it recommending to do any at all? That's stupid. Don't fucking do that shit. Whippets can also lead to severe brain damage, organ damage, seizures, and even death. Uh, this is essentially the same thing with poppers, by the way, if any of y'all weirdos do that shit. But, yeah, there are... There are obvious health consequences to doing drugs. Wow, who'd have thought? Um, I myself am starting to feel the effect of years of cannabis use. Um, I, I'm, I'm not uh, the greatest breather as I once was. Um, my voice has gotten a, a bit raspier, honestly. Um, hopefully I don't get cancer, so that, that would suck. But, um, yeah, please don't do whippets, guys. Um, that's very bad for your brain. And, uh, just do weed like a normal person, please. But remember, uh, just be responsible. It goes with anything, uh, whether it's drinking or caffeine or like, or fucking whippets. Don't be an idiot, please. But, uh, Zaser, 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 I don't know how to fucking say that. Something with X-A-S-Y-R at FWA said, Probably the rudest con I've been to as far as elevators are concerned. The amount of shitheads cutting people who are disabled or overheating in fursuit is fucking insane right now. Yeah. Everybody's... I've noticed that seems to be like a natural human phenomenon. Like everybody wants to be the first to get in line, no matter what it is. Like even if it's like a completely inconsequential thing as to like getting on an elevator, it's like people are naturally inclined to race. I don't know why that is. I'm like I just I just think that's fascinating that 
fascinating and very annoying, I should say. Um, it's it's annoying, but it's like it's a weird like human behavior that I notice. Like whether it's in like traffic in cars or foot traffic or uh, or just people walking in a line, we as humans tend to um, subconsciously, I guess, try to want to race or even if we're not like really trying to get anywhere or trying to get anywhere fast per se, like we're still like kind of racing, I guess, whether it's ourselves or like some random dude in front of us. Like, I don't know. We're all just subconsciously racing towards the next like goal. I'm I'm not even trying to get fucking like stupid here. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm 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 gonna. Oh my god, Denver, uh, Denver, Colorado, um, has made a an amendment to their COVID vaccine policy and TLDR. Uh, Denver will not require masks or vaccinations. This is excellent news. I love to hear this, and um, unfortunately, not a lot of furries do. Um, a lot of them are talking shit about Denver now on Twitter, and oh well, looks like, um, I don't know, I'm not sure if all these people are now going to never go to Denver now, because they want their exclusive vax-only con, so they're all going to go to Stratosphere, which is great, fucking, I guess. Or they're all going to abandon Denver and it's just going to become more of a sensible con, which I would love to see. But yeah, uh, good afternoon. We have updated our COVID policy. Please understand there is just no way to make everybody happy with something like COVID. Uh, TLDR, Denver will not require masks or vaccinations. But yeah, people are bitching about it in the comments and like how, how these people function outside of their hermetically sealed bubble is just beyond me. Uh, please, if you're still worried about COVID vaccinations and being around people who are unvaccinated, like, it's been three years, like, anybody who's not vaccinated is not going to get vaccinated, like, just give it up. Like, like it's, it's just weird that conventions and i don't know about other fandoms but at least for the furry fandom it has become sort of like a medical apartheid for a while and it was really fucking sad to see that every that a lot of furs were in support of that but i, I i'm i'm happy to see the the downfall of it too i i'm i'm happy to to say that it was fairly short-lived um, but this the the people and the uh, the relationships and friendships that were broken over these kind of things, a lot of those are not going to be healed. A lot of those are going to take years to repair, and a lot of them just are never gonna work again. And that's that's the sad truth. I mean, like you divide people like this, and it divides them permanently. 
it's not something that we can just forget in like two or three years and then we're all back to normal. It's it, it takes time to heal from from emotional or like mental ostracization like that. It like you ostracize people, you're not going to change their mind. You're only going to radicalize them in their belief more. And I think it's so important that we welcome people with with different opinions and we discuss those opinions in a civil and friendly manner ones that don't villainize or ostracize people just because of their opinions and i know this goes both ways but i, I would love to see more of that Well, I guess I guess that is really it. That's really all I have. But um yeah, FWA was kind of a stinky con and uh, a lot of more cons are dropping their vax mandates, so that's really good. That's good to hear. But um I guess this has been the Higher Mammal podcast. I've been your host, Barbecue Skunk. And uh, previously joined me by the crew of the Lifty Unleashed podcast, both Lifty and Tex Husky. Sorry, Lifty Husky and Tex Yodi. And um, I don't know when I'll be back, but uh, so today's Sunday, actually. Uh, today's Mother's Day. Go hug your mother. Uh, I'm about to actually go do that after I shut this down here. But... Uh, I don't know. He may be back. Um, maybe back in June. I don't know. But um, until then, this has been episode 24 of the Higher Mammal Podcast. Thank you all for joining me. And um, I love y'all. Stay safe. Stay free. God bless. And have fun at FWA, everybody. Support for the Higher Mammal Podcast comes from JB Raccoon with KVXN Vixen Radio, Tex Yodi, and Lifty Husky of the Lifty Unleashed podcast. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.